Welcome to another episode of the Dead End Sports Fantasy Football Show. It is a show uh, where B and I talk about our week in fantasy football. Um, we're not really like an advice show like that. We don't go through all the stacks and the QBR and the analytics and stuff. There are plenty of dope shows out there for that. We just kind of talk through our real life situations um, that we go through on a week to week basis from the teams that we manage. Um, if you're new, both of us been playing fo- uh, fantasy football for well over 10 years now, probably longer, 15 plus years or so. So uh, we have a lot of experience in doing this. Um, and we've had to do it when we didn't have analytics and stats and all these fantasy football experts. So we know a little something, something. <laughs> I went one and three out of my four leagues. Um, you know, I won the dead end sports league, uh, lost in my main league, 94 to like 115 and lost. Kim messed up. Look, folks that's listening, Kim finally <laughs> broke the street. It was an ugly win, but Kim took it. Uh, both our, both our teams kind of struck. We both are our defenses shit to bed. Um, but it came down to really the difference maker that I've seen from our matchup was the QB, the quarterback matchup. The quarterback matchup is really what helped, what what reason why I lost. Um, Drew Brees put up twenty nine for you across the board. Our, our guys was pretty even. Um, I mean, yeah, kickers was even. Our flex was even. Tight ends was even. You know, when when my back balled out, your back balled out. When you had a wide receiver that balled out, I had a wide receiver that balled out. It, it it really came down to QB. Ken squeaked it out, 87, 87 to eighty four. He got it about three points, man. Like I said, that QB was definitely the difference maker. Um, I didn't I didn't expect Cam Newton to shit the bed against that weak New Orleans defense. Um, I Me was, either. I was hoping. When I saw that I had a defense, still, I mean, you know, when I saw I had Cam Newton playing still, I'm saying, okay, I think I got a shot of winning this. But uh, yeah, man, it came down to that Monday night, man. Ezekiel Elliott saved you with a touchdown. If he, mm-hmm. if he hit a touchdown, I'm more likely would have won that game too. But it just came up the QB matchups. That's what hurt me against you, the QB. You know, um, so I actually thought I lost this. I didn't know I, I won until the next day because I thought you had a defense going that night. So I didn't even. It didn't even dawn on me that um, that um that they didn't score any points and that. Dallas, uh, they only got like one sack, so you got zero points. Because my defense, Baltimore, actually got demolished mm-hmm. by Jacksonville. Four. I was, four, dude. I, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And then you know, I didn't have a tight end. Uh, Eifert is hurt, so and I passed up on Jared Cook, who had a good matchup. I passed up on uh, uh, what's the Buffalo? What's the tight end in Buffalo? Um, uh, Charles Clay, I passed up on him and I decided to go with Ed Dixon because he was supposed to be taking the spot of, uh, Olsen and he told them to run the same plays and throw him the same throws and he caught one ball for eight yards. It was like, what am I doing? Uh, Chris Carson got lucky. You know, he, he scored a touchdown, but they, their running was bad. And and going into that matchup, I didn't even look at the score, B. I was like, because we were on the group thread. I was like, yeah, I need about 30 points or something. I said like that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. And I'm, I, so when I looked, I'm like, oh, man, Newton didn't do anything. And then I looked, I said, Jordan Howard hasn't done anything all year. 
And this is the one week he decides to ball out. Are you kidding me? And then let's not forget the crime of all crimes this week. <laughs> I left Sammy Watkins on the bench. Yes, you did. For James White against Houston defense. So here's my thinking, right? We talked last week about Thursday night football. I was like, okay, New Houston's defense, they're probably going to get a lot of pressure on Tom Brady or they're going to want to um, get the ball out quick. James White is good for that. Nope, not he didn't do anything. Absolutely nothing. And um, and I woke up that morning. I was like, oh, Sammy Watkins, snap. Because I was playing my lineups that day. Mm-hmm. And I had him in and then I had him out. And I never went back to it uh, trying to win the fantasy baseball championship. And and I saw that I left him on, on the bench. So, But I'll take the win. I needed it. Uh, I didn't want to go 0-3. And like I am in, in the other league. So, um, yes, the other Dan and Sports League, man. This is the craziest thing ever. And this is fantasy football at its finest. How does a team with Aaron Rodgers, Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, LaShawn McCoy, how are we all in three? How? <laughs> I just. Man, you talking about our squad? No, 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 no. Not oh. our squad. This is my. my um, my team in the dead end sports league. Oh, that yeah, cows it up. yeah, yeah, man, man, man. I Dude, don't know how, Ken. I don't know I, how. If, and I don't know what. I, I really, honestly, don't know what Buffalo is doing with Lashawn McCoy, who was absolutely terrible for the second week in a row. I, I just don't get it. Um, but you know, and then now it looks like Joe Misson is going to be the running back to own in. Um, in, in Cincinnati with the change of the offensive coordinator. So I hope you guys have him. And um, so, so get this, right? Um, I started Rashard Higgins. So last week I talked about him. I started him. Yeah, he did nothing. Guess who balled out? Adam Thielen. You know why I did start Adam Thielen? Why? Casey Keenum was the quarterback, and he had a good game. Damn. The sport, man. Are you, are you, killing, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, I lost one twenty six to one hundred two. And, and I know you, you, you touched on bench. I want to go back to my matchup with you. I had seventy one points on the bench. Uh, Hogan gave me nineteen point two, which I did not expect him to do against Houston Texans. Carson Palmer put up twenty eight point six. That that would have been the difference right there. I could have played him, and I would have got the W. Um, uh, Sterling Shepard from the Giants gave me 20 points. He bought out 133 receptions and one touchdown. Dude, that's and then a couple people had like 1.2 points, but yeah, 71 points on the bench. I'm not really mad because I would be mad if I was thinking about playing one of these guys. Like, if I was like, ah, oh, Sterling Shepard, or da da da, like, I'd have been mad if I was going back and forth between a couple of these players, but I ain't even think to put these guys in, so I'm not really mad yeah. at myself for this loss because. I'm like, damn, uh, Ty Montgomery kind of, he had his first, like, crappy week um, this for me, and I didn't, I needed him to do something, especially against you. So I'm like, uh, damn, uh, Ty Montgomery, way to shit the bed. Um, but on a good note, though, at least in the Dead End Sports League, I'm undefeated still, 3-0, and starting off to, you know, starting the season off in a good way. Um, you know, Matt Stafford, Antonio Brown, Jeffries Miller, Montgomery, Fleener, and Sanders, you know, they've they, they been – They've been holding me down, man. They've been holding me down so far. Um, I can't can't complain whatsoever. Uh, put up, I put up a nasty eighty-one points, but uh, any any win any win will help. Uh, 
I went up against Sorry Kyle, so that just shows you. I put up, <laughs> up eighty one points and still beat Kyle. That just that just shows you how whack his team is. Because uh, I can only put up eighty one points. I don't need to put up, you know, I don't need to put up a whole bunch of points up against him. So you know, it, it, it you know, it's that's that was number light work, man. My team took off like, hey, cool. I'm going to go up, up against uh, Blunted by the Bay, who was one and two, and they actually projected him to win. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how this one goes, man. If I can keep my uh, undefeated streak going into four and zero, oh, that would be a great way to start off fantasy football. Yeah, I'm. That's yeah. That's the same league I'm one and two in, and and like you said, like a win is a win because I put up 104 uh, last week, and then week one I put up 109, and I lost both. Like I'm 0 and three. I put up 94 and I lost in week two. So yeah, against you. So, um, yep. so yeah, it doesn't matter what you know what the score is. The only thing that matters is, is winning. So I play Issa squad, and uh, no, I don't know. I played her. I play uh, Antoinette's team now. I, I want to talk crap about her squad. Um, and I should because she has. Th- Look, B, there is no way she's playing this team. I, there's no way. She can't be active. She has Tanner McAvoy as Matt a receiver. Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan. I, I think she's playing this good. DeMarco Murray. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That is bad though. That's bad. Like, why would you like, why? First of all, why would you even draft this team? This, this is like the worst team ever. Um, yeah, she's not playing cause she got yeah, some she guys she inactive. So, she said she was mad because, um, she had uh, Thompson on the bench and you know, he went nuts. I'm like, well, Hey, look, you gotta Wait, do your homework, boo. She you told you that? Yeah, she was mad. She was like pissed. I was like, "Well, I bet you're gonna play his butt now." So, yeah, but man. she's playing Tanner McAvoy, who this guy something ain't right. Be yeah, she she be better off just playing Ted Ginn Jr. or somebody, <laughs> or she better she better going away everywhere because she don't you know she don't got no <laughs> she don't got nobody else. So you might as well count that as an easy W. They already got you favored to win. So, man, I yeah. hope. Hunt. Man, I hate you got freaking Hunt, man, but I'm glad we got him on our squad. <laughs> Which, our yeah, we, we, we lost that one last week. Um, that was just a bad week. I, you know, we have to chalk that one up to Dreamville having a better squad. Um, I mean, Kevin yeah, Benjamin, I think it was like, I thought y'all was going to go undefeated. Like, you know, okay. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, we can be confident. Ain't no wrong with being confident in our team. Yeah, that little scrub ass team, man. He he got lucky. Nah, he got a nice little squad. Nah, his squad look okay. Um, he got lucky. <laughs> nah, man, we got a. I, I don't know what's up with Martavis Bryant. Kelvin Benjamin didn't step up like I, I hoped he would, but thankfully we got Rashard Matthews. Um, but that's it. Like we're hurting at the wide receiver position. I know because I think I think Cup is going to be one of them guys that'll give you two points one week and and, and twenty eight the next week. He seemed like the, he seemed like that type of inconsistent guy. Yeah, let me look on the waiver wire because um, I don't even yeah. think there's anybody out there really. I mean, Jermaine Kirsten, Paul Richardson, and Brandon Coleman because um, old boy's back. Uh, Willie Sneed is back, but they're talking about. Um, you know, he has to kind of work his way back into shape and they like the way Brandon Coleman is playing. And I hope it's all just 
coach speak and playing games with the media, but we we could use somebody because our guys, man, like Kelvin Benjamin, what are you doing? I know. Like, dude, you you sucking right now. Like, you supposed to be the guy that kind of like helped be that difference maker for us, man. And you not. You really not. I, you know, I think it's one of those situations, right? Because when I woke up, um, when I was looking at the final scores Tuesday, and when I was looking at now, better yet, let me let me back up. When I was looking at the scores Sunday night when we got back, because I I didn't watch any of the games, uh, and we shot earlier that day. So when I got home and I was getting ready to go to bed, and I was looking at the scores, I was like, man, I have no idea what to do in in fantasy football this year. Nothing is making sense to me. I can't get a read on it. Yeah, this is this this is this is one of those weird seasons, man. Like we had seasons like this before in fantasy in fantasy football, but yeah, this is another one of those weird. I can't explain type of seasons. The way how stuff going with receivers and running backs, you just don't know. You don't know what you're getting. You really don't know what you're getting on a week to week basis. You don't know what your guys gonna gonna do because. It's just a weird vibe. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because of everything going on with, you know, in the world with football and all this pro, you know, just, I don't know, but it's just weird this year. It seems really weird. So any, any, any week four pickups, any, any with free waiver wire guys to like look at that you can probably possibly find to pick up. It's ugly, man. It's ugly. Um, I, I, like I said, I'm just kind of waiting. Um, I know if you don't have Wendell Smallwood, you should probably go get him. I was just gonna say that. I was say I was gonna say Smallwood is probably a good pickup. Um, Jarvis Jar- Jar- uh, Jarvis Allen uh, might be another one. Um, who else? Uh, my man from Jacksonville. Um, uh, Mark Marquez Lee, I think I think that. Yeah, 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 him. yeah. I would say look at him if you stuff suffering at rideouts. Um, Charles Clay, tight end for need of a tight end or something. That's all I got as far as players to look at for week four pickups. Um, let's see. Yeah, I I, I like all of those. I think um. I think tight end is 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 an interesting position because there are really no good tight ends. Um, I'm in a situation where I don't have Eifer and I'm struggling to find somebody. I got I don't know if I'm gonna play Ed Dixon or not. I may go see if I can find somebody on the wire. But Chris Thompson is obviously on. Going to Javoris Allen. One of the things to keep in mind is that Alice Collins got a lot of work. So that team is running back by committee in the worst way. If you have Melvin Gordon, you better go get Brendan Oliver. I'm going to say this again. (laughs) If you have Melvin Gordon, you better go get Brendan Oliver. He's no Melvin Gordon, but we've seen that San Diego Charger, LA Charger offense over the last couple of years, and they have a tendency to get to the five yard line or the four yard line and then they hand it off. So they don't really. So yeah, he's a guy that you'll want to have just even as a backup to your guy. And 
another guy to look at, and I'm trying to figure it out, but I ha- I haven't figured it out yet. And B, we have to take this into consideration ourselves. If he's even available, I look Deontay Foreman. Deontay um, Foreman, the backup to Lamar Miller. Hmm. Lamar Miller, man, he he's not looking good, man. And uh, let me see. If, and I think somebody may have snatched Foreman up. Yeah, I think he's gone. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, in this league, man, they be sharking. Yep, already gone. Which one? In which league? The league we call on. Bear Down got him. Got oh, him. Okay. Uh, yep, at 6.55 a.m. <sighs> yeah, so, so much. Oh, man, that was this was a really good pickup. Somebody picked up Will Fuller. Huh. Uh, put him on your radar. Keep him on the bench and stash him. He might do some things. Um, you just never know because he he had he got off to a good start last year. Um, but yeah, if you guys can pick up Deontay Foreman, go ahead. Lamar um, Miller's still the guy, but maybe he get hurt. You never know. Uh, so yeah, so that but that's all I got. <laughs> that's really all I got in terms of waivers. Uh, there was really nobody yeah. that I wanted. Yeah, same here. So I'm going to go through, and I got this off fftoday.com, and it's called Truth and Lies. So here are five truths. Starting Sam Bradford's replacement, Case Keenum, is at best a long shot play. Uh, Three touchdowns last week. If you need to start Case Keenum, you're probably in tough trouble. But do you trust Case Keenum if you need a guy? For the Vikings? Mm-hmm. Uh, not to sound a little biased, but Vikings going against a tough defense in Detroit Lions this week. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think I would trust that move based off the matchup. Lions defense is actually surprising me this year. Um, they playing pretty good. Uh, so I don't trust that. Not not right now. No, not with this matchup. I definitely don't trust that going in. I would be, I mean, I'll be, but you know what? It's crazier things, man. We've seen guys get off against, you know, defenses we don't expect them to get off against. So, I mean, I didn't expect Hogan to go crazy against the Houston Texans, but hell, we've seen crazier stuff, but I don't trust that. I don't trust that move, though. Do you believe in Chris Thompson, Washington's running back? Uh, I kind of, because whenever you have a running back that can also catch out the backfield, that, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's recipe for some points, you know, that any day you, that you, he can, he can have 43 reception yards and, and, and barely 30 or 40 rushing yards. That's still eight points right there. Not even including if he get a touchdown out of one of those uh, reception touchdown or rushing touchdown. So whenever you get someone that can catch that bad boy, you know, that's, that's always a good recipe right there for fantasy wise. You know, if he was just strictly a running back, you know, running, uh, you know, uh, on the ground type of back, then I would say, I don't know. But yeah, it, it seemed like Washington is going to use this guy and they're going to use him out the slot a lot too. So I would say, yeah, uh, I say if you got him, he's definitely a good, if you, you know, got a stud as a running back and you got him, he's definitely a good RB two uh, to have. Uh, good flex for now, Rod, riding while he's hot. I've always undervalued running backs that catch the ball out of the backfield. I've never been a Sproles guy or what's the other guy? Woodhead. 
I've never really liked guys like that. Um, But, yeah, he's getting to work. Rob Kelly is hurt. Play him. Good flex. Good flex. Um, Do you believe in Stephon Diggs? He's had two good games so far this season. Ah, man. Diggs. Diggs. He's one of those guys. You know who Diggs reminds me of? And he used to play for Minnesota, too. Because I had him a couple years, like some years back. Uh, Bernard Berrien, that guy that that gives me the them inconsistent. But when you play him and he balls out, he ball mm. out, man. I, it was one year I had Bernard Berrien, I swear to God. And like my, that squad was so iffy that year. I played him every week. He would give me like 2.3 one week. Next week, he'd give me 19.5. Next week, probably give me like 15. Next, then in two weeks straight, he'd give me two points. Then another two weeks after that, he gave me like 19 points straight. Like it, it's crazy, man. Like that, I think Diggs is one of those guys where you're just gonna have to just put, if you if that's all you got, you're gonna have to like put put him in and just and just close your eyes every week, every week, because there's no given week. It's any given week with him. I mean, he's not even he's so inconsistent, man. As far as points wise, man, it's just like ah, he's so frustrating because I've had receivers on my team in previous years like. Like that before, that was just so inconsistent. But you had no other choice but to play him. You know, it's like, well, okay, like I guess let me go ahead and play him because the rest of my team ain't doing nothing else. So it's like you play him, you just pray that he score points. So I guess it just depends on the right receiver position that you're in. If you if you got a stud and the rest are maybes and iffies, then you know you could probably pop him in that in that flex position. You know, uh, I would say go with that. But yeah, Diggs is just one of them scary guys for me, man. I, I just I can't trust him to be consistent on a regular basis. Uh, two more. Um, he's number one in targets, mm-hmm. but he he's only averaging eight point eight fantasy points a game. It's DeAndre Hopkins. Um, do you still trust him, or is it time to give up on him? Uh, no, still week three. Uh, reason why it's not time to give up on him just because of your point you said he's he's he got the most targets. So that means he's he's getting work. He just mm-hmm. not make he's just not making fun of his work. <laughs> but whenever you see, because I look at that sometimes too, man. Whenever you see players who consistently get targets, you know that means the quarterback is looking for you a lot, a lot. So targets is a good thing. It's just a matter of can them wide receivers make them plays when their numbers are called upon on all those targets. So no, not yet. It's week it's week three. So you know let's not still panic yet. If you one and two and zero oh and three people that's listening, do not panic. This is why this is where your GM skills kick in, man. You got to get on that waiver wire and try to and try to find some studs or some players that me and myself and Ken mentioned. Or if you see someone that you eye yourself, you know, try to pick them up. Maybe that could be the 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 the, the pickup that you need. Maybe that could be the running back. Maybe that could be the right receiver that you need to help turn your team around. You know what I'm saying? It happens to me before. I'm pretty sure it happened to Ken. And mm-hmm. it's happened to other people that's played fantasy football, that's been playing fantasy football for years. So, you know, if you 0-3, 1-2, do not give up. Don't panic or anything. Just stay with it. Stay at it. Trust me, it will turn around if you make the right moves. Last one. Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, should we be worried? He has to produce in order for Bell, Brown, and Bryant to get off. He's averaged 
20, 20, and 16. So week one, 263 yards, two touchdowns, a pick. Week two, 243 yards, two touchdowns. Week three, 235 yards, one touchdown. He's not balling. Yeah, but he's not really stinking up the joint either, though. We say he's not balling because he got all those fun weapons. But I mean, right? One in the, he got one interception. You know that, that you know interceptions is negative points. So it's not like he out there throwing three or four interceptions a game and still winning the game with with those type of yards. It's just I see what you're saying. It's just not. You know, you got Martavis Bryant back healthy, you know, fully healthy. You got Antonio Brown. You got you have all your weapons healthy to begin the season with, and it's like it's not looking too promising. I w- I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and give him. I'm gonna still give him a two more week probation. I'm gonna give him to week five. I'm gonna give him to week five. So I'm not yet. <laughs> now I'm not gonna panic and give up on him yet. But I will. I do have him on a two week. All right, dude, you got two more weeks, and I'm going to throw in, you know, uh, Wentz or Palmer out there as my starting QB. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. So I would, I would, I would definitely ha- keep Ben on a close leech, and we're going to see what he going to produce because Jacksonville is a pretty softest Twinkie filling defense. So, like you said, Baltimore is pretty ugly. I, I expect a, a 14, 15, 13 through 15 point week for uh, Ben. He's probably going to put up he's going to probably gonna have between 13 to 15 points, um, which is less than his average as of right now. Um, so he's going to be under average. I, I'm, I'm predicting for this Sunday. Jacksonville, he better bounce back and is at home. If Ben shows me a, 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 a 400 and, and, and a 400 plus game and two, three touchdown game, okay, we might be able to do something. But if he if he only gives me Barely 20 points against Jacksonville. Depending on your quarterback situation, I would say it'd be time to let him go. Or maybe just put him back on your bench and just put him on the on oak. Of course, keep him from whenever your other QB has a bye week. But two-week, man, two-week probation. I'm giving Ben Roethlisberger a two-week probation. So you got you got until April – I mean, to uh, April. You got until October 8th to get yourself together, man. And if, we, and we, if not, I'm going to have to bench you. That's for people who got them. That's for people who got them. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, guys. Um, last thing, man. Somebody actually offered me uh, Big Ben um, for whatever reason. And I was like, it's Stokes Gridiron. I think he's in the Dead End Sports League. And I'm like, well, dang, I must not have a quarterback. Like, you giving me Big Ben, Roethlisberger, why? And I looked at my team. I was like, dude, I have Aaron Rodgers and uh, Andrew Luck, who may come back in week six, but yeah, more like, importantly, we offer you big what? What? Thank you. And and, and that was. Like, are you I, thinking I, about making uh, people when you make trades? You you have to really when you make when you offer someone a trade, offer them a trade to where you're gonna think. You know what? If I was this if I was this person, what I would accept this trade? Don't send them some idiotic, stupid trade. Don't try to get someone main back. For and you giving them two bench players, guys that's barely getting any. Just because you send them two players, don't make the pick, don't make the trade option uh, offer look sexy. Give them something that can help them out. If you see he's kind of suffering in Rodgers series, like okay, cool, I'm gonna give him this player. But damn, he really hurting that running back. He don't got no backs. I'm gonna give him Ty Gurley, and, uh, and you know I, I want more. You know, give him Ty Gurley, and he, and he can give me one of them nice receivers he got. Try to make. 
make it, you know, make it somewhat interesting. Don't just try to give a man trash and you're trying to get his treasure. Dude, I got you. I, I, I'm going to give you another one. Tone Loke offered me Odell Beckham Jr. for Ezekiel Elliott. Now, on the surface, that sounds like a good deal. Yeah, the names. Yes, the names. But like no. you said, look at the roster. I have in this team, I have Breeze, Michael Thomas, Demarius Thomas, and Sammy Watkins. You, you, Why you, do I you need said. Why do you need him? You, I you need said. Zeke more, right? Because right, my running right. backs are James White, Bilal Powell, Tevin Coleman, Thomas Rawls, and Chris Carson. I need right. Zeke a lot. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Nah, think, guys. I, I'm not. <laughs> Tone Loke, you managed to trick a lot of people in the fantasy baseball league. I'm not that guy. So, you can't trick me into giving you a, a trade. Trading for a guy I don't need just off name alone. Right, uh, right. Try, try somebody else. So, anyway, uh, well, we wish you guys luck uh, this week, and um, that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, come back next week, man. Hopefully, I'm I'm not zero and four. Yeah, uh, I believe I believe um into my fantasy players too. I believe after this week, the real fantasy football season starts because mm-hmm. guess what's going to start happening. We are going to get into bye weeks, so that this is when the fun starts. This is when this is when fantasy football. I always look at it, and myself, I always look at it as just the juicy part of fantasy football because now you really got to start wheeling and dealing, looking for guys out there to plug in. This is why it's important. This is why me and Ken always preach. This is important for you guys when 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 them draft rounds get to round seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's the important part of your draft because. You know, now you got these bye weeks kicking in and sometimes injuries. It's important to put, plug those bench guys in. So, you know, this is the last week where you can just pick, you know, put your guys in and let them play because starting after that, we're we, we going to start getting ready for them bye weeks. So I hope y'all ready. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace, 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 peace.